0: Hey guys, this is Vera and I welcome you to the first episode of my podcast, Life, the Good, the Bad and the Ugly. Um, Like I said on my trailer, on this podcast, I will be sharing some of my thoughts on um, life issues, um, issues like everyday living, friendship, relationship, peer pressure, mental well-being, family life, marriage, career, etc. Just about anything that has to do with life. For the first episode, I I thought to myself, what could be a better topic to start with, um, if not life itself? Since this is all about life, you know. So today I will be sharing my thoughts on life and um, uh, specifically how one may be able to make sense out of life. Stick around and we will go on this journey together. Girl, I'm still in shock. I can't believe he did that to himself. Isn't that better for him?
1: Are you joking? What is better for him? The man took his own life. Everyone hasn't gotten it together like you do, Jen. Some of us are better off out of this space called the Earth. Some of us are just a waste of space. Goodness me, girl, why are you talking like that? Are you OK? I just can't anymore, okay? You can't? You can't do what? I can't do this thing called life anymore. See, I try to pretend, but even you know that I am a mess. Existence,
0: living, life all of these define the very condition which distinguishes man, animal, and plants from inorganic matter. It is the capacity for growth, the capacity for reproduction, functional activity, and continual change preceding death. Life. What does life mean to you? Have you ever found yourself asking some questions like, why were we giving our lives? Why are we here on earth? What is this place even? Is life a blessing or a punishment? Does it make sense to be alive? Or like Betty in our play, have you ever at any point in your life wondered why you were even here or have you even had a reason to believe that the dead are better off than the living
1: i just feel like a silly spectator and i think that's what
0: oh you are not a spectator for crying out loud. What spectator? Look, I think you feel this way because you've refused to
1: use your own talents hmm. Okay. Tell that to the birds. What talent? Please don't make mockery of me because you're my friend. Don't start.
0: Girlfriend, I'm not making any mockery of you. See, as far as I know, as far as I am concerned,
1: nobody
0: as in no one no single person was born without a talent nobody was born
1: empty okay i was look at me Jane. completely empty void of any special gifts and i disagree with you
0: everyone including you betty everyone has got one special gift that was given to them by god and we are meant well well girl i'm telling you we have it and we are meant to enroll Reach the world, including our own lives with these gates. Okay? All right. Just like Betty, do you consider life as a punishment? Do I blame her for her stand? I don't, honestly, because she's speaking from a point of view of a young lady who is unable to make sense of life, you know a lady who struggles every day, sweats every day, puts in her best but still has nothing to show for it other than in her own words a lousy job that puts food on her table. I don't judge Betty for thinking that life is a punishment but do I agree with her that she hasn't got any special gift or talent? I don't. I don't agree with her. You know, without meaning to be judgmental here, I do consider someone like Betty as a person without a vision. Honestly, someone whose mission here is unknown to them. Because it's only a person like that that would talk down on him or herself. Can you imagine calling, her, calling yourself a spectator or she calling herself a spectator as in She is here to watch others explore their lives, you know, while she stands aside and chair them on, probably. Imagine believing that the dead are better off. I mean, how do you even know that? Have you ever been in the land of the dead? (laughs) That, to me, is the height of frustration, you know. Believing that the dead are better off when you haven't been there, you don't know what it is like over there Yet you believe that they are better off than the living or than you because you haven't made sense out of life That to me is the height of frustration Do I want to live that kind of life? You bet I don't Do you want to live that kind of life? sure you don't. Is anyone living that kind of life? A lot of people are. A lot of people are living the kind of life that they believe is is, uh, worse than that of the dead. A lot of people believe that their lives are a waste of time. A lot of people believe that they are simply existing betty is a character a fictional character yes but her life is a mirror of some real lives i'm telling you her life i mirrored her life with that of some people that i know people that feel frustrated People that, you know, they think that they don't even know why they are here. A good number of people are like that. I ask again, are you one of them? Do you want to live that way? Nobody wants to live that way. Nobody. Let's take a moment and hear how it ends between Betty and Jane. We'll be right back.
1: Right, but it certainly does not include me, period. It's not true,
0: okay? Look, on a more serious note, okay? You feel this way because you haven't taken our time to look into yourself. You need to
1: sit down and dig deep within you in order to find your (laughs) special gift. She said, Dig, what am I digging? Look at yourself, for instance. Take a look at yourself. A successful writer who is not only making an impact but also have got financial freedom through your works. Tell me now. How deep did you dig Uh uh-uh. girl you don't want to go there you don't want us to to tread that part you don't want me to tell I you, don't okay? want to know because I already know jen look some people are just blessed why others like me we are brought here as spectators to watch people like you if you don't have it very simple there is nothing to be dog let's see be girlfriend mm. can you just
0: can, can you just calm down okay take a deep breath okay and hear me out oh my okay
1: there Don't is nothing to, to be talked about nothing absolutely nothing clearly life has been punishing me life is a punishment for people like me can not you see see i i have to go back to work okay please i have to go back to work my break time is over i don't want to lose this silly job right now that is putting food on my table please Jane.
0: okay if you say so but we have to talk about this later okay take care of yourself bye don't be too hard on yourself all right i'll see you later love you girl bye Jane, 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 Jane. Hmm. The lady called Jane. Can we just take a moment and talk about Jane? You know, Betty clearly considers her to be blessed because according to Betty, she has got her life together. She enjoys what she does for a living. And not only that, she's um, financially free. You know, but even though jane tries to tell betty that she too can have that life that she too can actually enjoy what she does for a living even while she makes money from it betty wouldn't let herself believe that the difference between jane and betty is that jane had a vision you know she was able to identify her strength Identify her talent, her gifts, and not only that, she believed in herself. Because it's one thing to identify your talent, is another thing to actually believe in yourself and make use of that talent that you've got. So Jane discovered what her talent is and she worked on on, on it, and like the saying goes. Her gifts, her talents made way for her. So if we decide to put it in a more fanciful way, you know, Jane realized her role in this crazy sweet world of ours. And she consciously got hold of the paddle wheel and started paddling. Like I said earlier, um, unfortunately, this condition of not understanding one's role in life is quite popular. I mean, a lot of people are simply just existing, doing whatever job they they do just because it puts food on their table, shelter over their heads, and clothes over their bodies. Someone might ask me what else is there to be wanted out of life. But the real question is, how satisfied are you with that job you do? The job that puts food on your table, etc. And again, someone else might ask me, what does it matter? It's footing my bill. I'm able to take care of myself. What does it matter whether I enjoy what I'm doing or not? It doesn't matter. But I have a different point of view. It matters as far as I'm concerned I mean I ask myself why can't we have it both why can't we have the money and the job satisfaction why can't we have it both I know a lot of people that are having it both ways yeah a lot of people are having it both ways people that enjoy what they are doing for a living and they are still making a living from it is that you do you enjoy what you're doing for a living? Or you're doing it simply because it fits your bill? Do you wake up every morning excited about going to work, looking forward to another day at work? Or do you grumble out of bed every morning? As sad as it sounds, a lot of people are like that. They go to work because they have to go to work, not because they want to go to work. Which one are you? Where do you belong to? Do you have it both? Or do you have just one? To talk about this topic because I personally have experienced it firsthand. You know, I recall how I dealt with my own little fears of life shortly after I left the university and I tried to convince myself that life was meaningless. I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing with my life. I had of course i had always known that i had a thing for writing and uh, for words you know but i mean i wrote my first script when i was 13 but i never had the clarity of how far i was going to go with my writing talent because to be honest at that point i didn't even consider writing a talent i used to see talent uh, my understanding of talent was you know something that I mean, something crafty, something you have to do with your hands, you know, something bigger. I, 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 Not that writing is not big, but there was a way I used to see what they call talent at that time. So I didn't consider my writing ability to be talent. So I thought I didn't have any talent at all. Yeah, so I've been there. I've been in Betty's position. I was there. I've been in that dark little hole where my mind was almost, almost messed up. Where I questioned my own existence. Where I thought that the whole world was against me because I couldn't find my, my foot. I couldn't understand what I was supposed to be doing. I thought I was just a waste of space. I was not sure if I wanted to go on living a meaningless life, as I perceived my life to be. However, the narrative changed for me when I made a conscious decision and effort to dig deeper into myself and to give myself answers to the questions in my head, the questions about why I am here and what I was supposed to be doing with my time here. How did that happen for me? First of all, I started asking myself, what are the things that I derive pleasure and satisfaction from doing? What is my special talent? What is special about me? I asked myself those questions all over. I I made out time to look into myself to find out what exactly was special about me because i started reading some books obviously and by reading those books i i got to understand that um everyone has got something special about them so from there i started asking myself what is special about me what is special about me what is special about me me?" and it was at that point that I actually realized that my writing talent was special for me. I mean, I could do other things, I'm quite handy, but writing was, you know, it was, that, that was it for me, writing. That was the moment that my narrative changed for good and I stopped seeing my life as being meaningless. In this journey of life, I've come to realize that our talents are mostly for the benefit of others. In other words, we are blessed with a particular gift so that we can enrich the world with it even as we do the same for ourselves. I may be safe therefore to say that for a particular person who fails to discover his or her purpose or his or her special gifts, some other people may suffer the implications. Let's take for instance, imagine a world where all the doctors fail to be doctors where teachers fail to be teachers, where ministers, as men of God, who are supposed to lead souls to God, fail to understand their mission and their cause, where architects are busy cooking delicious meals in the restaurants. Restaurants, of course, which I suppose would be in an open space without walls, because who builds the houses? The architect, of course, who is busy making delicious meals. And the list goes on and on and on. However, it's important that I quickly mention that gifts or talents are not limited to just one-to-one person. I mean, I've seen a lot of people who have various talents. I too, I've got more than one, you know. So yes, you can be an architect and you can be a world-class chef at the same time. Going back to the question of how to discover one's talent, what really helped me as a person was my ability to stop asking the question, why? And started asking life, what's next? Jane talked to Betty about digging deep inside her to discover her special gift, And to be honest, that was what I did for myself. And that is what most people will need to do. For some other people, it might come very easily, like it's practically handed to them. They make very minimal effort. They just know that this is what they are, they are supposed to be doing. This is what their special talent is. They pick on it and, you know, they start working towards it. But for some other people, people like Betty, it will take some very conscious effort and dedication and sometimes help from other people in order for them to discover and understand who they are and what they are meant to be doing with their lives. What is your own experience? Did you need someone to help you to discover your talent? Or did it come to you very easily? People's less life is very frustrating i've been there and i know people that have been there as well imagine someone believing that the dead are better off when he or she doesn't even know what it feels like to be over there that is the height of frustration the frustration brought about by a meaningless life a flavorless life is that you? Or is that someone you know who lives this way? Who doesn't understand their role in life? Who doesn't understand what they're doing? Who doesn't believe that they, are, they have something special in them? It should not be you. It should not be anyone at all. Nobody should live that way. God loves us too much to bring us here. remain spectators he loves us too much to leave us empty void of any special gift if you're someone like that all you have to do is to take a moment and make a conscious effort and i tell you you'll be on your way to knowing who you really are you'll be on your way to living is satisfying life. Just make an effort. Make an effort today. You were created for a purpose. You are a blessing to the world. You have a lot to offer. You are not a spectator in life. You were not brought here to watch other people progress. You were not brought here to watch other people live the best of their lives while you cheer them on. No, that's not you. Nobody was brought here for that purpose. We all have a lot to offer the world. All you have to do is stay focused stay determined and i tell you soon as soon as you start doing that you will get that vision that will change the narrative of your life but meanwhile you can start your quest with that activity that you enjoy doing that very one that comes to you naturally you may also need to pay attention to What people pay you compliments on, that might also be a clue, you know. But ultimately, I say to you, believe in yourself. Believe that you have it. Remember, the more you seek, the more you find. And if you don't seek, you will never find. Special thanks goes to Both Sisters Association for sponsoring my first episode. Uh, Both Sisters Association is an NGO that is geared towards winning souls by offering financial, emotional, inter- intellectual, spiritual uh, support and help to women. They do this through um programs like the one they tagged by day, like B-U-Y-D-A-Y, by day. It's actually a day set aside every month to visit and patronize their members' businesses. Uh, they also organize our free skills acquisition programs. They do this annually and it's a platform which offers training and empowerment to both members and non-members. The mission of both sisters' association is to build godly women that fear God, you know, that are addicted to winning souls for Christ, showing unconditional love and, and to others and supporting one another. Partners are welcome to reach out to both sisters. Um, their social media handles: uh, Instagram is at both sisters at b o l d S-I-S-T-E-R-S, same name for their Facebook. If you've stayed with me up to this moment, I want to say a very big thank you for sticking around. Thank you for giving me your time. Thank you for listening to my thoughts. Remember, these are only my thoughts. even at that they are based on my experiences and that of others that I know so their thoughts you know or their points of views that I've taken my time to analyze before sharing you are welcome to agree or disagree with them but at the end of the day our hope is that someone out there will pick up something that will help them live a more meaningful life Until I come your way again on the next episode, I say to you, go out there and explore. Go out there and have yourself a very fulfilling life. Go out there and share with the world what you've got because you've got it. You are talented. You are blessed. You are a blessing to the world. You have a lot to offer. Go out there and show the world your your light. Take care now and see you on the next episode. Bye! The voices you heard in the play where the voices
1: of Grace is okay as Betty and Vera was okay as Jane.